whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And, and we, are we are here, here to, to rant, rant and rave. We did it. <laughs> I feel like after almost two years, we're becoming real pros at that. But then yes. who knows? When I listen to it back, I always change my mind. <laughs> Jessica. How was your Halloween? Oh, it was very fun and filled with cute little gremlins. Aww, yeah. That, I mean, I went trick-or-treating with a friend and their small child and loved looking at kids walking around. So cute. Alan even said how much she missed doing that with you and Henry like we did a couple I know. Of years ago. I can't wait till Halloween is normal, especially because... Yes. If you don't live in LA, I don't know. You're probably like, yeah, well, Halloween is special where I am too. Mm-hmm. But there is something real magical about Halloween in LA. Absolutely. And because, I think it's because of all the creatives. Creatives. It's their chance to be like, this is not an 18 hour workday. This is something I'm doing for fun. <laughs> <laughs> like every kind of person, you know, how many haunted houses are built on the outside of someone's house every yes. year? Because these people are like, this is what I do for a living and I'm going to use it for fun. Absolutely. And I loved that. I even noticed in my own neighborhood, a lot of the neighbors who are of grandparents age, whether they have kids or not, still decorate their house for Halloween. Oh, yeah. And Halloween I love is- that. Halloween's my dad's favorite holiday. I sent you pictures of my dad's costume. His costume is the best. He loves Halloween and he (laughs) loves finding costumes. So my dad was, I don't even know how to explain it, a red-haired woman. In fact, my friend Tommy said, is that you? A red-haired woman carrying him out in a box. Does that make sense? Did I Uh describe it right? Like a giant package. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) <laughs> so good. And he couldn't have been more excited. His face. Oh my God. And I then my it. baby sister and her boyfriend, you know, dressed up his house and all because mm-hmm. he's got all the stuff. But my mama used to put it all out, mm-hmm. you know. So this year they did. He had a skeleton Aww. on his dining room table and all these creepy candles. It looks so cool. I love it. I do. I went to a wedding. Mm-hmm. I have always wanted to go to a Halloween wedding. It sounds very fun. It was magical. Yeah. The space was so weird. It was deep, deep, deep downtown LA. And I was like, where am I going? (laughs) And then I walked into this magical Mm -hmm. jungle with triangle doors that slid up to the ceiling and revealed another room. I mean, it was amazing. The big plants, ponytail palms, regal shields. You know, I was walking around taking pictures of all of them. Yes. Uh, and then I feel like I've said to you at least five times in the last couple of years, I just want to get dancing. I just want to dance. Can we go dancing? So I danced my face off. 
I love it. Yes, yeah. you can dance at home by yourself. But, but last time I checked, most kids singing. don't want to do that with their mothers. No, no, he does not want to scream sing with me while I dance. Okay. So that's what I did all night. How fun. Oh, it was a blast. And also just, I always think it's such a privilege and an honor to celebrate somebody's big day with them like that. Yes. Like I just felt so honored to be there and they're oh, so, so cute. Nice. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, congratulations, Dan and Hillary. Congratulations, indeed. The Smileys. How cute is that? Oh, that is That's their cute. name. <laughs> so that was fun. And it was also a lot of Missouri people. So it was like oh, nice. my peeps, you know. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of Missouri kids out here these days. No, It wasn't the same when I was young. There were very few of us, but a lot of them are out here now. I love that. And I like them. I love that so much. Mm -hmm. I was encouraged to see yesterday. I don't know how it was in your neighborhood because I haven't been there since this holiday season has begun. But, you know, a lot of people decorated last year, but there weren't trick-or-treating in my neighborhood, right. like, at all. I think if you knew the neighbor, maybe they're right. come over just to see you. But I felt like this year a lot of people went all out with decorating again. People just and one wanted of my, it. They yes. wanted something to celebrate. One of my favorite things that was not going on last year, and Alan and I were like, let's just walk over and see if they're set up. And we were like, yes. I don't know who they are, but I love them. There is a husband and wife who set up a freak show circus every year for how Yes, long? I've seen that. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Also, I love it. And I always give a donation there. They raise money for Carpenter Charter School, which is like an amazing elementary school mm -hmm. in my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Not easy to get into, by the way. Right. Just, like, I, just saying. <laughs> I know. No, I know a lot of it's people. It's very coveted. <laughs> totally. Um, they set up their annual circus thing, which is beyond. They also have a maze that they make on part of their house which mm -hmm. is a clown maze and we were waiting in line we got like halfway up and alan goes what's wrong i'm like i don't i don't need to go in here he's like really he goes you don't want to i go no he goes why not i go because i'm scared <laughs> well we went to the there's a burbank one that's a clown scaries and no. all of a sudden kate gasped and i was mad at her because she gasped about something earlier our, our little friend kate and she yeah. went with me and henry to look at halloween spookies and i got mad at her because every time she did that i thought i was about to hit, run over a child <laughs> but then i turned and looked and it was like a movie this house was beside an alley in burbank like over mm -hmm. by magnolia park mm -hmm. and these two grown men dressed as the scariest clowns were in silhouette lit up walking down this alley yep. with a baseball bat and an axe I, and no. it was terrifying and as they came closer their makeup was so movie realistic i can't even explain to you i saw them <laughs> i know exactly who you're talking about and, and then, then they, they put their finger to up to their mouth and went shh <laughs> They decided to hold court in front of Lily Hall, that famous estate mm -hmm. that you and I both went to that has the best decorations ever. They just stood in front of the gate and Alan's like, they have to be the owners. I'm like, really? I don't think so. I think those are just weirdos walking around the neighborhood. <laughs> so also 
that house that you have seen that does the circus setup and you guys i'm talking about like they set it up like a full on circus and they have like mannequins and stuff that they've dressed up they have lobster boy the and bearded they, lady yes and they move around and things fly and yeah it's unreal yeah. so my favorite part of that or of anything with halloween is the owner of the house they also project like the bust of a monster's head Mm -hmm. And he can see everyone on the property walking by, but you mm -hmm. cannot see him. I don't know if he's in the house. I don't know if he's behind the curtain in the little right? uh, like black box theater that he's created for himself. But you just see this floating bust. And as you're walking by, he's like, hey, how you doing, <laughs> skeleton or whatever? He'll call That's out to people. So, so cool. I didn't dress up last night. We went with our friends, but I did just clip a little glittered spider into my hair right uh -huh. matched my lumberjack plaid shirt so <laughs> he's like calling out all the people that walk by and he always makes a joke he's hilarious so i walk by and he goes hey uh what's this oh a plaid shirt how original you really went out of your way <laughs> um, and by out of your way i mean all the way to walmart crying i was oh my so god and then he chuckled because he saw how much he got me but i was like thank you for this and thank you for this every year because the guy is freaking hilarious i told alan i'm like i could just bring a fold-up chair and watch him all night just roast the people that and you know by. he has such a blast yes oh so fun he's I funny love it. like actually <laughs> funny never mean or rude I was all about it. So that is hilarious. Well, when we went, um, oh gosh, what was it? Friday night to Toluca Lake, where mm -hmm. the where the Lily House is. You guys honestly look these things up on Instagram because they're just magical. Lily and, Hall, yeah, Lily Hall. Um, so we were there, and then where Hotel California and Highway to Hell and all mm -hmm. those houses were. The fun thing about it is the men that do the decorating. They put chairs outside their house mm -hmm. and they watch people walk by and enjoy it. And yep. you get to tell them thank you and just see them light up. Like totally. they find joy in building it and watching the kids and the people enjoy it. And it's 100%. magical. It's it so is. cool. They're so proud. And I love telling them this is amazing because yes. it is. It really they is. Have they have like smoke machines and lights that are programmed to the music. Sound effects. Real coffins that animatronic <sighs> vampires come out of and actually turn into bats and fly away. You're like, what? Uh, <laughs> it's yes. just so cool. You know what I meant to ask if you saw the creepiest of all? So you know how where the Lily Hall is and then there's like a few keep going because you didn't know how far to go because it's not like everyone's decorated it's no, like every it's... five to ten houses is correct yeah all out well we found one kind of on a different street that runs perpendicular that had like these gobos flying with ghosts along the thing spiders skeletons everything and they two had... children on a teeter-totter yes <laughs> i knew it i took a video of it it was Me so too. <laughs> yes I know exactly. I'll send it to you. Maybe we can Horrifying. post it this week. It yes. was so creepy. <laughs> the only reason I didn't post the video and I'll share it with just, you know, us four people that are listening is because at the end of the video, you hear me and Kate go, I, I go, I said to her, I hate us because you hear her go, 
It says their Instagram. They have an Instagram. And I go, oh, yeah. Lily House has an Instagram. They all have Instagrams. (laughs) So I didn't post the video because we sounded like such clucks. Oh, my God. (laughs) But, yeah, the teeter-totter. Because it has the kids on the teeter-totter when the Ghostbusters theme song started playing. And I found that very apropos with the ghost gobos flying around them. Okay, how crazy is it that like out of an entire neighborhood, I was like, I know what she's going to say. That's how creepy it was, though. But I love that you saw it because it was kind of like off the beaten path from where the others were. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it was so cool. uh, Music. Like those houses back there are just so neat uh, structurally anyway. And then seeing how creative people got was really cool. And also Toluca Lake is great about it's such a such a walkabout neighborhood. So everybody's out. Everybody's friendly there. Toby the Dalmatian is over there that everybody knows. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's It's a Bob Hope estate, which goes on and on. Wow, it's incredible. Yeah, it's so great. And then Mm -hmm. on Saturday, Burbank had a little block party. Well, they had their regular Mm -hmm. Friday night food truck thing that Mm -hmm. happens twice a month, I think. But then on Saturday, I went to my favorite plant store for trick-or-treats. Mommy mommy had plant time. The little dude had trick-or-treats, and Daddy got a root beer float. It was perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Oh, you know what? Also, speaking of Tansy, and we need to go to this thing that's going to be in December. So why did I never know all these years? For those of you who live in LA, there's an area that starts at Hollywood Way where the Burbank Airport and Portos is, and it Mm -hmm. goes down a good eight to 10 blocks every last Friday of the month. From January through October, they have live music, food trucks, and all the stores stay open till nine yeah, o'clock. Over there in Magnolia Park. Never knew about it. Yes, it was, we've done it. Oh my God, it was so nice. And everyone had their kids dressed up because the stores had candy. So people Correct. took their kids trick-or-treating there. It was a delight, a really fun thing. And, and School I, of Rock often has their little kid bands come yes which is so cute they were so good they were so good i know they always are i loved seeing a live band set up with like young i mean they were probably like young teens yes and then i was walking by in a parking lot they had like a little like art fair right in addition Mm -hmm. to all the stores they had local artisans and i hear two people go hey we know you from io and i'm like what and I looked over, and it's two gals from I.O. that I haven't seen in forever. One Whoa. of them I did a, a stand-up class with years ago. And I was like, oh, what cool. the heck? And they so, were sellers? Yep. Oh, cool. One was there to help her friend, but one was selling her wares. And it was just really fun and nice to run into people that I haven't seen literally in years. Years. And, of course, I was horrified because I'm like, wow, I look awful it's, I was like, I'm not putting on makeup. I like put my hair in a high bun, had my mask on, no makeup. I'm like, it's dark. Nobody's going to see me. Nope. No. Nope. Oh, that's Rest when you sure run into I everybody. Recognized, which is as usual, no matter where I am or when I'm trying to be incognito, people are like, Jessica? Oh my God. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> You're very distinct. You have a distinct <laughs> voice because I can very frequently be invisible. Alan I can said, I bet they heard your voice. I said, yes. they didn't. It was so loud and I hadn't said a word. Well, 
<laughs> Jessica? <laughs> I was like, oh God, who is this? Who's recognizing her? Oh, no. <laughs> Run! <laughs> But super fun. And they're doing like a holiday one. December of course. 4th. We need to go. We got to. Mm -hmm. There's been, I went to a couple of weekends ago, another little market. I love seeing what local artisans are making. Yes. People are so creative. Yes. It's just so fun. So anyway, we had a great time. And then I went to the wedding on Sunday. So yeah, I guess um, here comes Christmas. Pretty much. <laughs> There's just like, I feel like life right now is just living holiday to holiday. Because. Uh -huh. Nothing else is going on. Okay. And I don't think there will be holiday parties again this year, which will make me sad because that's another mm -hmm. L.A. thing that is like, you yeah. got to go to all the parties and because everybody leaves for two months. But also, <laughs> that was a way that sometimes there was people I saw once a year and it would and be that was it. parties. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. know. Oh, well. I know. Well, time will tell, right? Well, I will throw this in really quick. I did win uh, first place in the costume contest at my work holiday Zoom Halloween party. Which Yes, you should be row. so proud. What were you, <laughs> Jessica? I was Jennifer Coolidge's character, Tanya, with a box of her dead mother's ashes from White Lotus. Well-deserved win. Mm-hmm. Uh, our friend Candace, because I'm going to send you a picture. I brought my house plants upstairs and like positioned them next to me, my desk, so it looked like I was at the resort. Amazing! <laughs> so our stupid. friend Candace did Lula Rich. It, it's brilliant. She was so perfect. She did such a good job. She even had the authentic tote with the logo and everything. I know, so crazy. But her. Uh, interpretation. Welcome to my Facebook Live. <laughs> Her character in the yeah. flesh was amazing. That was so good. I just love seeing all the littles too. She Me has too. a little. Her little was dressed as a Statue of Liberty. Oh, how cute! How cute. <sighs> my guy was a Minecraft dude. This I year. love that. He looked yeah. so cute. So cute. My favorite costume that I saw last night, and I always love when the dads are just good sports and go with whatever the kids are. Mm -hmm. So there was little girls. They were twins. And I love this. One was Aurora from Sleeping Beauty, mm -hmm. and the other was Maleficent with the horns oh. and everything. And I saw her walk up, and they were so little. And I said, <gasps> Maleficent, you look amazing. And that kid lit up. That I recognize, yes. And then I looked over at the parents, and mom and dad were dressed as two of the three fairies. Mm. It was the cutest thing ever. I'm like, you guys win Halloween, and I love that. I love was in the matching outfit. I love yes. I love a family costume like that. <sighs> oh, so I love cute. it. It's it's, so cute. It is. But I try not to force that. Uh, you know, I've 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 forced Dan Tipton to be Christopher Robbins one year. Have I told you that? He was perfect, oh. you guys. He was such a cute, oh. perfect Christopher Robin. Uh -huh. And for some reason, I thought it would be cute. We were young and didn't understand how relationships work. Um, <laughs> I thought it would be real cute. I was like, I'm going to dress you for Halloween. And then you can dress me for Halloween. Won't that be funny? <laughs> so I made him adorable Christopher Robin from Winnie the Pooh. And he made me the exorcist. I Crazy. can't. <laughs> we 
scream fought because I was like, what makes you think I want to be a demon? My face is peeling off. You put peanut butter on my teeth. It's not going to stay. Like, oh, I was mad, mad. And then I won a stupid costume contest and I was furious about that. Like, it just was awful. Don't dress your spouse. That you won it. And I thought you were going to tell me you did that once Henry was born and that you and Henry went as Kanga and Rue. Aw, wouldn't that be cute? Mm, No, Dan Tipton would just make (laughs) my son. in the exorcist. Lucifer. Oh God, no! We didn't ever do that. And he was the priest. That would have really been the icing on the cake. Oh Lord, have mercy! Oh, that's so good. (laughs) Anyway, I don't suggest. You know, it's not cute to just surprise dress each other up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, girl. Should we get into our rant? Let's do it. Uh, don't, let's not forget to tell people how to get a hold of us. We always forget. Oh, yes. Cause we always <laughs> okay. do. All right, you guys, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Rants and Raves podcast on Twitter at raves underscore the, you can send us a direct email at the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com, or you can hit the contact button through our website, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. Thank you. Thank Thank you for the reminder, Dana. Yes. Um, My rant this week is going to be a little short and sweet because I'm hoping it's relatable and everybody Mm -hmm. can just spin out of control with me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Jessica, what is going on with all of these 375,000 different streaming services that I have to pay $5 a month a piece for? That adds up Minimum. to about $500 a month on a cable bill, okay? Thank you. I'm like, people say, oh, have you watched this? Have you watched that? No, what's it on? Oh, well, uh, Peacock. Okay, well, I've heard of Peacock. Okay, well, this other one's on. What Paramount are all? Plus. Paramount Plus. Uh, Apple TV. Uh, sometimes people just want you to do, well, you can just get stars through Amazon Prime. Just stars, but it's $1.99 a month. Like, I can't keep up with everything. It's like pretty soon I'm going to be paying individually for episodes of things. I mean, already, I guess on uh, iTunes, you can buy like episodes of The Office and stuff for $1.99, whatever. Oh, come on. I mean, it's just, it's it's too much. I don't even know where to look for things. Sometimes I'll hear of a show and I just go to the internet and go, where can I watch this? And then 16 different things come up and some of them I'm like, I've never even heard of this. Is this real? I don't understand. I know. Also, it's like Apple TV, Roku, Sling. They're all different devices. They're all different things and you can't get everything on any of the three of them. Absolutely not. And then some of them have crossover. So I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'm not going to be able to watch this. And then I go to Hulu and it's like, no, you can. We unlocked season eight and four. Mm -hmm. You can watch these. Like, how can I keep track of that? Uh I can barely get myself to bed and up on time. (laughs) (laughs) I totally agree. It's maddening. And also the one that incenses me the most is in particular, because you're talking about Peacock, the fact that the three major 
primetime networks now have their own special stations. Mm -hmm. So in the past, like if I miss the Kennedy Center honors, which I miss every year, I don't know how or why it never seems to be advertised. Of all the things I wish they would blast with advertising, it's the Kennedy Center honors. Mm -hmm. I always find out after the fact. Well, it was on CBS. Well, you used to be able to go to On Demand through Spectrum or Time Warner or whoever you have. Mm -hmm. CBS, pull up special events, rewatch it. Nope. That was the case for the Kennedy Center. I don't remember what CBS's own network is, but their streaming service is how you could catch it. Also, this year with the Tonys. The Tonys have always been on primetime, CBS, Mm -hmm. ABC, whatever. They had a special on, which was great. That you could watch. But if you wanted to watch the actual award ceremony, that was on Paramount. How many people you know got Paramount as a streaming service? I don't because something I I was on was on Paramount and I still haven't seen it. Yeah, Because I'm like, I'm not going to pay for a streaming service to watch myself. I see myself in the mirror every day. I couldn't watch you on Saved by the Bell for the same damn reason. Yeah, I still haven't seen it for that reason. Is it free? Because some of them are free. Some of them are not. I don't even know anymore. I don't think they're free. Like, shouldn't a network network TV is free TV? So shouldn't all their content be free? I know. Or like, for example, my dad, I was so annoyed with him. <laughs> he really sold the show to me hard, right? He was oh, like, it's pretty Labray. good. What did Labrea. he call it? Labrea. He called Labrea. Yeah. Uh so I it was on Hulu, so I was like, oh, great, I'll watch it on Hulu. So I watched the pilot, super got into it, waiting for the second episode, doesn't come out the next day, realized, no, that was just an advertisement. So you have to go to whatever to watch it if you don't watch it on network TV. Well, I never watch TV in real time. I got a kid. I got dinners to make. I got cat puke to clean up. Like, I'm busy. I don't watch anything at the time it actually airs, you know? Oh so I w- now I can't watch that show. And I was mad. I think they did release Very one annoying. more episode. And maybe at some point they'll release them all. But it's like, how? <sighs> there's no more bonding, like bonding over certain shows because there's mm-hmm. too much content. You don't know where to watch it. You don't want to pay for each individual 20-minute thing you're watching. Yep. I don't know. I know it seems like such a ridiculous rant. It's but not it's just at all. getting a little bit crazy. And the craziest part of all is I'm going, we're actors and all of our friends are actors. Who the heck is working on all of this stuff? Because it ain't us. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't nobody I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Ugh. Anyway, that's my quick little nonsense really doesn't affect the world (laughs) rant, but it's annoying to me. You know what? I'm going to make you feel better because my rant is equally as unimportant. Good. Sometimes we need some unimportant. Actually, yours is important because that's reality. And again, it's just everyone I think can relate to the streaming thing. Okay. So this is. A rant, and I've felt this way about so many places over time. I'm like, I wish I could think of the laundry list of places that have been offenders. <laughs> it's businesses that have names that don't match what they're selling, in my okay. humble opinion. Uh-huh. So yesterday, for the first time literally in years, it was a fluke. 
Alan had a Sunday off. I'm like, let's go to the farmer's market. That was like something we did for years, especially in our early days of dating. On Sunday mornings, we'd go to the farmer's market together. It's been years since that has happened. So we went. We're walking through our local Studio City farmer's market. And I look up and there's a building where like all the businesses went out of business during COVID and now like new businesses have come into it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, look, there's some life back here again. And this is exciting what is backyard bowls? And I really perked up. Backyard like bowls? Like a pottery? Backyard bowls. Nope. It mm. looked like a restaurant from the outside. And it is a restaurant. More oh. like a to-go restaurant. But I saw and it was all blue and white. So I'm picturing gingham print tablecloths and yeah. southern delights, right? When I, I – okay, I'm going to ask you before I tell you what I pictured down to a T – when you hear backyard bowls, I mean, you've already told me you thought it was a pottery studio. I did at first. If you know it's a restaurant, what what are you thinking of would be at backyard bowls? Well, without seeing any of the aesthetic, just hearing uh-huh. backyard bowls, it makes me think pokey bowls. Oh. Um, or like. Um, a backyard in Hawaii, perhaps. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess so. Or like, uh, you know how you can get a burrito in a bowl? <laughs> sure. A bowl. Yeah. You're picturing like. A bowl. Yeah. Right. Or so, something that people would like to eat in a bowl, like have a bowl sized portion. Portion. Okay. Now we're on the same page. That's exactly what I pictured. Mm-hmm. And I thought, <laughs> I literally was picturing like a bucket, and this maybe comes from my friend's wedding where they did do this, still the best food I've ever had at a wedding. Mm -hmm. They had zinc pails, so help me God, pails. Mm -hmm. And it was a barbecue bar. And you went down the line and you put whatever you wanted from that barbecue buffet. In your pail? In your pail. Yeah. That's kiss. It was so good. So I was picturing a bucket filled with pulled pork topped with fried onions, jalapenos, and smothered in barbecue sauce. You got real specific with your picture. (laughs) This is where my mind goes when I when I love to just preemptively decide what something is, which I do on a daily basis. (laughs) Can I tell you how livid I was, Dana? When I got home, I was like, I'm going to look that place up. You want to know what they serve at Backyard Bowls? Yes. Acai bowls and porridge. And what? I'm sorry, I'm sure you think you heard me wrong. They have a section under the acai bowls. Then the other option is porridges. Different types of oatmeal porridge. What do you mean different types? Like flavors? No, with different toppings and shit. I was furious. (laughs) What about the name Backyard Bowls makes you think of frozen acai and hot porridge? Who the hell eats porridge anyway? Well, also, I feel like saying backyard something is real casual and and, uh, outdoorsy. Acai does not make me feel that way. Thank you. Maybe Thank porridge you. does like maybe backyard bowl. No, anything bowl doesn't sound porridgey to me. The last time I heard anyone call oatmeal porridge, porridge was, was when I read Goldilocks and the Three Bears Absolutely. 40 years ago. Absolutely. I, nobody calls it porridge. 
Well, they have an entire menu of porridges, so run on over to Backyard Bowls. Pass. At first, too, I was like, maybe it's a hookah lounge. (laughs) That's what Alan said. He goes, I don't know, a weed store? I'm like, no. Well, that just reminds me. This makes me giggle because when we went to Tansy, um, Mm -hmm. there were local artisans and stuff. That was the whole thing, you know, tents Mm -hmm. and pop-ups and stuff. And so I was getting cards and stuff. or They would always hand you their business cards so you can look them up on Instagram. So Dan Tipton was walking around too, and he came home with one that I clearly did not see. And I still don't know what it is, Jessica. Let me show you. It's super cute, but it's a business (laughs) called Sex and Bees. I'm showing it to her. Now, look how cute it is. It's definitely very cute. It's very cute. I have no idea what she sells. I know. And bees. Raw honey lubricants? What in God's name? (laughs) We're going to have to look it up because (laughs) I'm telling you, everything there was amazing. So I'm sure whatever it is was incredible. I mean, it's so cute. That's the other thing. We are such nerds, Jessica. The whole one of the reasons I get the business cards is because I love seeing people's designs. Like, look at this. You know, this costs a fortune. Oh God, yeah, that's that's thicker, thicker than four fingernails. That is. Has little chimes, and it's oh my God, it's super thick, which I love that kind of cardstock. And it is not just gold foil; it's like shiny. Oh, that's beautiful! Isn't that a gorgeous card? That's amazing. Alana Bailey, your cards are amazing. For real, though. Yeah, interior adornment. Uh, I love new Vanguard and personal handmade in Los Angeles. I mean, it's just beautiful. And all, really everybody's weird. cards are even sex and bees is stunning. I just don't remember what it was. It's probably like soaps or something. You think? I don't know. I have a feeling there's uh, vibrators, something, something with a bite or a sting involved. If you get my drift, sexually. I guess. <laughs> um. Oh, and then we saw um Meryl Hathaway. I don't know if you know her, Candace. Uh-uh. Anyway, um, she makes these cards that we love that are like not hallmarky. Yes, they just say what you really mean. Yeah, yep. so fun. So anyway, it was a great time. But yeah, sex, awesome. and, sex and bees is is a, akin to backyard hookah bowl. <laughs> Backyard bowls. Backyard bowls. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing says good eating on a Sunday afternoon like a hot bowl of porridge on a searing LA day. Now we do close at 420 for 30 minutes, but (laughs) we open back up for dinner. Oh, my God. Well, our rants were ridiculous today, but I yep. still feel like we earned a cleansing breath. <laughs> we always do. <laughs> always. All right, guys. We like to rant it out, get out our frustrations, whether they're important or not. It's just right. good to get it out. Mm-hmm. Then we take a deep breath in, blow out all the bad, and fill up with some goodness. If you want yes. to scream it out, do. Just please breathe with us. Just mm-hmm. just please breathe. I mean, yes. that's good life advice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? Yes. All right, take a deep breath in. And ah, uh, <sighs> oh, yes. Delightful. Wonderful. I feel refreshed. Me too. Okay. I'm up first for corners, right? You are. Okay, so I have a kids are amazing corner. And Yay. I I sent this to you, and I'm sure everyone 
has heard about it because it was like on Upworthy and all that stuff. I didn't hear about it. You didn't? Okay, no. good. Because I said, even if they have, it just deserves a shout out. It's hey, just 100%. so cool. So we did get this from Upworthy, but, and I'm going to pronounce his name wrong and I apologize because he's amazing. But um, Shub- Shubham Banerjee, I think is close, sure. I hope. Uh, I'll do respect, sir. Created a Braille printer out of Lego blocks at age 13. Incredible. After learning that low-income families couldn't afford Braille printers costing up to $2,000, he built one with a Lego robotics kit. Then he released the software for free, which lowered the cost to $350. Wow. I just think that is amazing. And the caption said, he's an innovator. He is the inventor of Brago, a Braille printer. At the time he invented it, he was 12 years old. He became the youngest person to ever receive venture capital funding. He is now 19 (laughs) and a student at UC Berkeley's Management Entrepreneurship and Technology Program. Also, by the way, very handsome. Very I was just like, yeah, dude, look at you. You know you smart. <laughs> but awesome. also so smart. Such an amazing thing, gift, right, mm-hmm. uh, to give to families in need because those families need those things. Yes. There's no reason it should be $2,000. I also love <laughs> that his intention clearly was to do it to help enrich people's lives instead of to make, make money, money on people. Who are at a disadvantage. Correct. Correct. Like that's a good. Really refreshing. He's such a good dude. Mm -hmm. And using those baby smarts. 13. Are you kidding me? I was worried about not having the same Converse high tops that my friend had at that age. Okay. Uh, I had a handmade dress at my eighth grade graduation that I, I would, my biggest concern was the mound of mashed potatoes I dropped down inside my cleavage. (laughs) That's what I was doing. <laughs> Not building Braille printers out of Lego kits. Seriously. It's incredible to me. I just had to say something because I love how he gave back. I mean, everything about it just makes yep. me, my heart feel happy. Mm-hmm. I and love now it. he's continuing. He's majoring in some type of engineering. Is that correct? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, management, entrepreneurship, <laughs> and technology. It's called MET program. Maybe also by what he is doing in university, he can help encourage. Like he's being hired as a speaker all over the place, can encourage people how to do similar things. Yes, absolutely. It's so inspiring. He's such like an aspirational figure. (laughs) It's so lovely and so young. And I don't know. I just think I wish the world was filled with people like that. I agree. So lovely. I just wanted to to give that a shout out because it's beautiful. I love it. Thank you for Yay. And he doesn't look like a kid. I'll uh, tell you that, handsome McGee. No, he does not. <laughs> <laughs> but also. You look like a grown-up man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but also I think. I just think that someone becomes even more beautiful when they're a good person. Like 100%. giving what he has, they like just gives him even more radiance than he was already God blessed with. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. 
I love it too. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's been a while, y'all. But um, my corner is an animal instincts corner brought to us by Dana's second favorite journalist. Uh oh. Uh, this is by one Mr. David Moyer. Moyer. This is from the HuffPo. <laughs> Court rules Pablo Escobar's cocaine hippos are legally people. I'm already so confused because mm-hmm. they're called hippos, which mm-hmm. is not a people, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> More than 80 hippos in Colombia are the first non-human creatures to be legally considered people by a U.S. court. What? More than 80 By the hippos- U.S. court? Yes. Where do these hippos live? I don't know. I, I assumed Mexico. We're about to find out. No, okay. he was in uh, Colombia, Pablo Escobar. Pablo Escobar? Okay. And I am convinced now knowing that he, I think in, I'm really going to date myself. I love to do so. The movie Romancing the Stone. Uh-huh. If you can take your mind back that far. Um, the guy who had kidnapped Joan Wilder's sister. Yes. And was keeping her. He lived in a castle that was surrounded by a moat filled yes. with hippos, right? Or maybe oh, it was alligators. I it I guess was it was alligators. alligators. Never yeah. mind. I just totally ruined a story and I'm wrong. You're right. It was alligators. I'm like, maybe they got, but uh, also, still, I'm thinking maybe it was influenced by Pablo because he had hippos in Around. his area to protect a- his estate. Because they're very dangerous, even though they're so cute and giant. Major. More like major human killers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. More than 80 hippos previously owned by Colombian drug lord Pablo Escobar have a unique distinction in U.S. law. The U.S. District Court for the Southern District of Ohio recognized the late Escobar's infamous cocaine hippos as legal persons for the first time in the United States. The right. ruling came on October 15th the same day the Animal Legal Defense Fund filled an application out on behalf of the hippo plaintiffs in Colombia intended to stop that country's government from killing the animals. The hippos are descendants of four illegally imported by Escobar. They were set free after his death in 1993. Wait, what? They just set them free in the wild? That's also insanity to me when animals are being kept like that. No, you don't just then. No, you have to send them to some kind of sanctuary because they've been introduced to human life. Yes. Like so many reasons. And what because hippos don't live in South Africa the last time. I mean, South America the last time I checked. That is so wild. They're not on that continent, right? I don't, I don't think okay. so. I don't. That so is this crazy. is crazy. Since then, the hippos have increased their numbers to more than 80, and they are reportedly wreaking havoc on the local ecosystem. Well, of course, course. they didn't belong on the They don't belong there, yes. However, some scientists have argued that they may actually be restoring ecological functions lost for thousands of years due to human-driven extinctions. In July, Colombian attorney Luis Domingo Gomez Malconado I can't speak. Maldonado (laughs) filed a lawsuit on behalf of the animals to save them from being killed, saying that sterilization was a better option. 
Although Columbia law gives non-human creatures legal standing to bring lawsuits to protect their interests, that country's legal system can't compel someone in the U.S. to produce documents supporting this case. A U.S. law allows interested persons in Colombia to go to a U.S. federal court to seek the ability to obtain documents and testimony so the ALDF applied for the hippo's rights to compel two wildlife experts in Ohio who study non-surgical sterilization to provide testimony on behalf of the plaintiffs. But testimony for what? Are they trying to get them extricated to another, to the United States? I don't know. To a sanctuary? I don't understand (laughs) It's so weird. They really but don't also, explain like, it. Why do you have to be human to be protected? Animals are sentient beings. Uh, of course. I don't understand any of this. It sounds like a real waste of time and money. Just don't kill the hippos and send them to a sanctuary. It says ALDF Executive Director Stephen Wells said in the release Wednesday that animals have the right to be free from cruelty and exploitation, and the failure of U.S. courts to recognize their rights impedes the ability to enforce existing legislative protections. Again, what does that have to do with, I'm not being mean, hippos running wild in Colombia? How does the U.S. have any jurisdiction on that? I don't know because we already, as it is, like, hey, here's something. I, I, listen, I love animals. You know that. And that man shouldn't have had those animals. Okay. They're not in our country. You know what is in our country and is a real bad problem that we're all trying to ignore? Domestic violence. Child abuse. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we're, it's like we're not talking about it. It's real bad. Yes. Okay. Yes. So maybe yes. we have to start focusing on things like that. Like That's crazy. I don't know. I don't have all the answers, but that seems like an awful lot of like money and effort going into something that's not maybe our business. Well, also, I now am curious to know if there are, just for lack of better word, but I'm trying to think if there's something akin to like, say, an Amnesty International or Greenpeace or something where it's a thing that tries to be worldwide i mean not tries to be amnesty is worldwide but don't deserve help but is there some kind of jurisdiction for animals and wildlife that's part of the un or something again i just if anyone here is a lawyer i beg you to let us know how and why a u.s court named hippos people people it just doesn't make sense of course they deserve their rights and all of that stuff but it seems like a weird way to go about it. It's very, very, very bizarre. Okay. I, I Listen, I am concerned about the hippos. It's not their fault. I'm, <laughs> I'm sad that they multiplied to dangerous numbers. It's crazy. And we do not, we should not be murdering them. No. But also, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the answer is. <laughs> <laughs> well... That really leads nicely into your rave, does it, it not? It does. It does. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and move into my rave. I definitely have changed a bit over the last few years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm basically not the same human I was before. Like, have you ever heard that song? Oh, my God, I can't remember who I was just last December. I'm like, that's me. That's me. <laughs> so like, I kind of don't eat meat anymore. I don't talk about it that much. I tried jackfruit for the first time last night. Mm. In a taco, a jackfruit taco. It wasn't bad. 
I wouldn't say it was my favorite. <laughs> it depends on who makes it, and I'm not joking. It's not all delicious. created equal. The seasoning was delicious. It's just a texture I would have to get used to, I mm-hmm. think. It's not meat, but it's similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think for me, there are better options anyway. So everybody knows that I've had a lot of guilt about meat, and I'm not saying I'm perfect right now. I do allow myself, I give myself permission to eat meat still three times a week. However, I don't do that. And I haven't for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, at the wedding last night, I had one taco with asada in it and I didn't finish it. And I felt so guilty that I was like, yeah, that was definitely not worth it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's been a lifelong, at least adult lifelong journey for me. I don't really want to eat meat for humanitarian reasons. It just bothers me. And I don't I don't push that my belief on anybody else. My 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 family doesn't eat that way, even my immediate family. But I feel guilty and I feel like one's personal convictions is what you have to live by. You mm-hmm. can't necessarily go by what everybody else thinks is right or wrong. For me personally, meat has been a heavy on my conscience for many, many years. So the, the lifestyle changes that I have made, knowing that my mom got very ill and left us way too early, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be gone in less than 20 years. And if I follow her path, that's where I was headed. Mm -hmm. And so I've made a lot of lifestyle changes. And one of those is for my own heart and mind and body, I'm mm-hmm. trying not to eat meat. Okay. So what I brought for my rave today is an organization. They sell merchandise. It's called Don't Eat the Homies. <laughs> and I learned about them from the receptionist at my heart doctor's office. <laughs> nice. We were just bonding over it because she's like, listen, I'm Latina. My family does not want to eat this way, but slowly we're learning like we feel better. And mm-hmm. we, you know, so she was telling me about it and I was like, I have to rave about them. So they're called Don't Eat the Homies. You can find them online at don'teatthehomies.com, right? Mm-hmm. I took a screenshot of it and I didn't get that. Yeah, don'teatthehomies.com. I bought myself a very trendy little beanie hat. And basically it says, don't eat the homies. And then and it's embroidered. And it has a picture of a chicken, a cow, a <laughs> pig. <laughs> and they're all the way across. It's just very cute. They have a lot of merchandise. Don't Eat the Homies is a streetwear brand motivated by our desire to inspire society to be better for the planet and for everyone on it. To encourage each other to question everything. Change is contagious, and it begins with each one of us taking personal responsibility. We believe that when you know better, you have a responsibility to do better. We donate 10% of proceeds to animal rescues and vegan outreach organizations at the end of the year. For questions or donation recommendations and requests for 2021, please email blah, blah, blah. So they'll be doing that for 2022. You can look at their website. They also have an affiliate program. So for old people like me, that probably doesn't make a lot of sense. But like for these young people that are master savvy at Mm -hmm. TikTok, Instagram, all these things, you can put an affiliate link in your bio. And when people go to buy merch, like they'll go to Mm -hmm. buy merch and stuff through you and you're an affiliate of this institution or organization or whatever. So there's information on that um, where you can – that's also where you can recommend uh, places that they can donate to at Mm -hmm. the end of the year. 
Um, there's just a little bit more. Sorry, I want to make sure I get everything. Don't eat the homies. Here we go. They have shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, all these different things. Um, and it says on their front page, your voice can change the world. Humanity is built one human at a time. So together, let's choose peace and work to inspire our communities to act like their choices matter because they do. Every time you wear Don't Eat the Homies, you're planting seeds in the minds of those who are against animal abuse, yet still pay for it. Mm-hmm. Which I thought, that's what I do. I'm against animal abuse, and yet I still pay for it. I used to buy leather purses. I used to eat tons of meat. And like I said, that's not a conviction for everybody. I know a lot of people are like, well, God put these animals on the planet for us to use in that way. That's just not how my heart feels anymore. Mm -hmm. And I can make that choice and I don't push that on anyone else. But if this is your cup of tea, please check them out. It's adorable. It's goes to good cause. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling my health has definitely changed. We've talked about it a lot. I'm feeling better about it, but I give myself the option and I don't push my message on anyone else. So Mm -hmm. anyway, don't eat the homies.com. So cute. Lovely message. Check them out if you get a chance. Thank you. Yeah. Also, I never thought I'd. We have to post the day that I'm not eating meat because you don't like vegetables. I don't. Still, that's why I'm saying something has happened. (laughs) It's insanity. So, what are you eating? I'm learning. No, 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 no. I'm learning to eat more vegetables. <laughs> and I'm doing a lot of like my amazing greens and my vitamins. I keep oh, really yeah. up on that. I've upped my protein a little bit. Like I'm trying to learn mm-hmm. how to eat. I don't I've never eaten like a healthy human. And I'm at the ripe old age of pushing real hard on the door of 50. Uh-huh. It's time. Yep. <laughs> it's time to learn how to eat appropriately for my body. That's good. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to do. It's not me trying to push my wishes on anybody else. But, you know, I do think that meat production is hard on the planet and it's just hard on my heart and brain. Mm-hmm. So anyway, don't eat the homies. Real cute. Real cute. Indeed. And if I took a picture of me everyone in the hat. Could get away from industrialized meat. The world would be a lot better off. I know. They only bought local from people who are literally responsible farmers whose animals are cage free, like Mm -hmm. and not abused. If you go to Sonoma County, that is where that commercial happy cows come from, California. I know. I'm not talking about the industrialized part of the five, which is should be illegal anywhere in the world. But if you go to like Sonoma County, there's like one cow per rolling hill and they are living their best life. Absolutely. Humanely raised, humanely Mm -hmm. slaughtered. Sorry, I know that sounds like an oxymoron, but they are. So, yes, um, I many years ago started boycotting Purdue and Foster Farms and Mm -hmm. all that. I don't feel bad saying that they're trying to act like they have their organic option now, too, and all that. No, we know what goes on. So and I like- I'll say for myself, I think what really pushed me in the direction of trying to change like the fiber of my being, because I'm mm-hmm. a potatoes Midwest girl, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Is that I was like, it doesn't need to be this inhumane. It doesn't need to be this abusive. Mm-hmm. Nobody's changing it. Um, and it's not necessary for me to be healthy. Right. And I, I don't know. I just, in my mind, I couldn't. I just felt like I was talking out of both sides of my mouth that Mm -hmm. I love animals so much. 
Like I want, I legitimately want a pet pig and have for years and yet I would eat bacon. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. Piggies is super cute and they taste real good. But for me, I don't want to eat them. Mm -hmm. That's just me. Totally. I bet I taste good. <laughs> I don't want anybody eating me. Oh, dear God. <laughs> but uh, I took a picture in the hat and sent it to Jessica. So we'll post the hat. It's, so it's real cute. cute. She looks my, adorable. My, there's a horse at the very end and I sent it to my family because, you know, they tease me. I'm the crazy Californian. And they're like, of course, you're not eating meat now. Right. Okay. Whatever. Crazy <laughs> pants. But my my dad, I said, Dad, didn't you want one of these? He's like, Yeah, if you take the don't eat the don't part off and just uh, eat the homies. And then my middle sister goes, I can promise you, I promise I will never eat a horse. <laughs> dear God. <laughs> oh my word. <laughs> All right. My rave comes to us from one of our listeners. This is from Ashley. And she said, okay, ladies, I am so behind on the pod. So if you have already talked about this, I apologize. But I saw this on the news when I was getting my nails done, and I thought it would be the perfect rave for you guys. They're called Dads on Duty. Check the article out. Love you guys. So this comes to us from KSLA News. I love um, it so much. That's out of Shreveport, Louisiana. Fathers hope to decrease violence, improve morale at Southwood High School. And this was recent. This happened in October. I think this, this week, didn't it? Or last week before? It was uh -huh. very recent. Yeah. Members of Dads on Duty have stood outside Southwood High School for two weeks to make sure everything runs smoothly. This comes after massive fights broke out at the school and dozens of students were arrested. The group starts just before 8 a.m., assisting students as they enter the campus and giving them words of encouragement. They also walk the halls and make sure students are getting to class on time. The dads say they are not a security force, but just fathers hoping to change the tone on campus. Mm -hmm. Dads on duty started with five men and now has grown to a group of 25. If you would like to get involved, you can contact Southwood High or message the group on Facebook. It's interesting because the article that I read about it, it was more than 25. Like, I think it's continuing to grow. And That's I think awesome. it's so cool. Look at them. They even I had t-shirts made. They had t-shirts made. I know. I just love these dads. I love that they <sighs> are showing up as an example. Yep. And I'm sorry, but that matters. It matters to children to Absolutely. know that they're seen, to know that they're understood, to have boundaries. Yep. Um, we have to remember, even high school kids, you know, scientifically, guys, I try yes. to rem remind people this of all, all the time. Kids, until you're 24, your brain is not fully developed to yes. understand consequences. Mm -hmm. So these men are showing up for these children and showing them, hey, this is not how you behave. There would be consequences. You can still be, you know, you can control yourself. I don't know. I just think it's wonderful. I think the last few generations, there have been a lot of absent fathers. Mm -hmm. And we've this... even shown in animal studies, even the elephants whose fathers were all slaughtered. And then mm -hmm. they became gangs, violent gangs of elephants because they didn't have fathers. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's the same with humans. These men are showing up for these kids, and I just well, think it's beautiful. 
also for kids who don't have a dad or maybe the dad is not very involved or in the picture. Exactly. This is a mentor, right? Mm -hmm. This could maybe be someone that you can connect with. Also, even if you have parents and have loving parents, I think everyone can relate. Um, There's a lot of times where you maybe feel really connected to an aunt, an uncle, a Mm -hmm. friend of your parents. I loved and still do to this day, some of my friends' parents. And in fact, sometimes I'd go to them Mm -hmm. when it was something because I'm like, this is an adult I respect and trust. I know that they have my best interests at heart. I mm-hmm. know that I can confide in them with certain things, you know, and, and that is critical. We're important enough for these men to show up and make sure we're safe. Yep. I mean, that's a huge message in itself because mm-hmm. I guarantee you these men are not just wealthy men sitting at home eating bonbons every day. No, no they're going before they head off to work. Yep. Yep. Or they're their taking family. turns and on their day off, it's maybe they're like, you know what? I'll take exactly. the first Mondays of each month or whatever it is. These men are making these kids a priority mm-hmm. and their safety. And by doing that, they are leading by example. A hundred percent. And I it's think a it's wonderful. wonderful. Yep. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for sending that in. I had not seen it. And uh, what an incredible message to spread. Love it. Around. I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. Dad's on duty. You guys, thank you. Super. Because some people need a dad. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, we're both like so the moms good. we've raved before, like the moms who give hugs, mom uh, hugs. Yeah. during pride. Yeah, absolutely. Like, Come over here. I mean, it's just lovely reaching out, human connection. That is, it is what it's all about, right? And it's just literal physical proof that um, love is magic, love heals, mm-hmm. and, and we matter. People yep. matter right so don't ever feel like you don't matter because you do mm-hmm. sometimes to strangers yeah exactly <laughs> those men don't know all those kids no. but they matter mm-hmm. so anyway it's beautiful i think it really is jessica dana i think that's our show i think it is oh my gosh you want to tell people one more time how to get a hold of us yes please find us on instagram and facebook at the rants and raves podcast on twitter at raves underscore the you can email us at the rants and raves podcast at gmail.com or hit the contact button on our website www.therantsandravespodcast.com please keep your thoughts and rants and raves and everything in between coming our way we love it we love sharing what you guys have sent with us we love finding out about things new and Mm -hmm. sharing the wealth the knowledge Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um keep it coming we appreciate you guys and uh thank you you are the reason that we do this absolutely for sure um we usually at the end of the show like to, are you watching anything right now? You got any interests? You got any new TikToks, any new Instagrams we need to know about? Well, I'm actually watching a series on Hulu that was done by Vice, which I'm a huge fan of. The I love Vice. Vice. Me too. Um, I don't remember if I've mentioned this or not, but it's called Dark Side of the Ring. And it's... No. Oh, it's... Uh, it really dives into the world of world uh, WWF, WWE, all the major professional oh, wrestling. wrestling organizations over the years. Mm-hmm. I grew up with two brothers obsessed with wrestling. Admittedly, mm-hmm. I was obsessed with wrestling probably up until 
eighth grade and then i took a breather in high school and then got way back into it with monday nitro mm. uh as it was called mm -hmm. when we were in college raw monday nitro yes i remember i was never arrested i've never been into it but i i dated a guy who was so i've heard these things not yeah. even ddp diamond dallas page i don't know what that means or the triangle you just made <laughs> with your fingers <laughs> That's what he used to do before he oh, jumped. Okay. That's the diamond that he would make before he jumped off the top of the turnbuckle to take someone down. I don't even know what a turnbuckle is. I can't. I feel I like you made that you up. I feel like you made up a turnbuckle. Match. No, no. <laughs> it's the four corners on the end of the ring. You know what? When that shit comes back and we are out of this hell, mm -hmm. we're going to a local wrestling match because we have friends in the comedy world that love wrestling and one of them is a professional ref and we're going to go to like Lakewood or Pomona and we're going to go to an Elk Lodge and we're going to watch a wrestling match. Luke Perry's son is on the, uh, what would you call it? Am pro. It's like, he's not fully professional, but I think he does do some paid wrestling. Uh -huh. The late Luke Perry, his son is yeah, in the yeah. wrestling world. Uh, is, you know what? That's fine. I just feel like I'd rather go to the opera, which you promised. But, and I'm not even like fancy. I'm not even fancy. It's not because I'm too snooty. I'm just like, I, I, I don't want to watch grown men in underwear pretend. Isn't that kind of what it is? No, I'm sorry. You need to take, I mean, you know what? I can't say that. If you aren't into wrestling, maybe you wouldn't care. But like, for instance, spoiler alert. We just watched the episode about Jimmy Superfly Snuka. And let me tell you something. That was a huge wrestler in the 80s. And I was like, yes, Superfly. We loved him. Well, Superfly killed his wife. And that <laughs> didn't come out until hmm, about five years ago. They like oh, reopened the case. Jeez, Lou. So there's a lot of stuff that you're just like, what? The one on Macho Man Savage has hands down been my favorite thus far because my all-time favorite wrestler jake the snake roberts the hottest man with a mullet i've ever seen I'd, um what yep. you said just now makes no sense i know it's no. trust me i question myself to this day <laughs> jake the snake throughout this episode is being interviewed about randy because they wrestled a lot together and he imitates macho man throughout the episode and it killed me dark side of the ring you're welcome. <laughs> so passionate. I don't think you even took a breath for like 10 minutes. <laughs> and I was just sitting here looking down my nose at you. No stopping. No pausing. Hilarious. Oh, my God. I love it so much. I bet it is good, though. I will say Vice does excellent. They do they great do. programming. I know. Um, I did something, so this is not going to shock anybody, but also they're going to go, Dana, you're trying to like better uh, yourself mentally and spiritually and physically. And then you do this. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Um, we all know I love true crime. I don't know why mm -hmm. I'm fascinated by it. So well, I you'll just, like dark side of the ring. I'm just saying, okay. go on. It's a lot of crime. Oh, good. A lot, a lot of uh, crime. <laughs> I just decided one day, and I've been thinking about it for a while, and I was like, I don't think that's good for you, Dana. And then I decided I didn't care if it was good for me. 
So you know that if we're going to talk about streaming services, you know, uh, through cable, there's mm-hmm. a there's a TV station now called ID Discovery. It's been around for a while mm-hmm. and it used to only be certain times of the day, but now it's just a full its okay. own station. And so it's all investigated discovery. So it's a discovery channel uh, mm-hmm. like discovery plus okay. they have their own thing now but um so it's a discovery channel called investigative discovery it is all true crime all the time and yep i put that app on my phone and that's all i've been doing while i clean my house <laughs> and it's not healthy for my brain and it's i'm fascinated oh my god evil lives here but here's my issue with it i'm fascinated by it on so many levels and i also disagree with it because that show in particular i feel like they emotionally manipulate these people Oh. on camera so that they'll break because every episode has a moment and of course they would the the stories are absolutely insane but then they hand them pictures like you would see at a police interrogation they slide oh, them across God. the table and then they have to pick it up and go okay this is um you know hit, hit jimmy when he was uh, really aggressive we were together you know and then all of a sudden they'll go i'm sorry i'm gonna need a minute it took me to a really dark place every episode and i'm like you're manipulating these people (laughs) so i do have issues with it but the stories are so bonkers i can't get out of it this is an advertisement for and against (laughs) downloading a true crime (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's all i've been up to lately uh I do like to leave us with a point to ponder. And this one fascinated me because, Mm -hmm. you know, I frequently say to you, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. I, I, you know, I'm always (laughs) saying I'm kind of dumb, but right. So I'm going to read you this because I don't like people. I don't want you guys saying that about yourself. Do as I say, not as I do. (laughs) (laughs) Astronomers estimate that there are more than 200 billion stars present in the Milky Way galaxy. That's a lot of stars. But neuroscientists estimate the number of synaptic connections in the average three-year-old, so like up in your brain, is close to one quadrillion after that, a refining process occurs, leaving the average adult with about half that many or roughly 500 trillion synapses in our brains firing off. Whoa. So don't ever say you're stupid again, all of you. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yes. I oh, my God. Feel Science. an electrical storm happening right Inside now. Inside your brain. Mm-hmm. No matter how dumb you are. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, I enjoy you. Oh, I enjoy you so much. I have to say I am sad that we could not celebrate our Halloween the way we have together in the past. Um, And I'm hopeful for next year. But I enjoy you always. And I love you. Same, lady. I love you, too. And we love all of you guys. Thanks for listening to us all the time in our cuckoo-ness. Indeed. Uh, We talked for an hour and a half before we ever started recording. So that's normal. And we'll be back again. We'll be back again next Tuesday. Indeedily. All right. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>